doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, ship me trace it out of sight. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. The scouting combine is in the books, and we've got plenty of stats to talk about. But this week, we'll focus mostly on wide receivers. Yep. But before that, we got to give you some information on the running backs, because we did our running back episode last week, but the scouting combine wasn't until this week. So just to throw out a few things, um, somebody named Jonathan Taylor ran the fastest 40 yard officially at four, three, nine. What do you think about that one, Tom? (laughs) That's great. (laughs) I said he might be the most talented still doesn't mean I want him at number one. That's very true. Uh, a couple other guys, uh, Cam Akers ran a four, four, seven. That's perfectly acceptable. Deandre Swift, a four, four, eight. Perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Uh, AJ Dillon, four, five, three. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Uh, anybody out here that ran a bad 40? Um, not, I guess, horrible, but LaMichael P. Ryan ran a four, six, two. <laughs> so that's not the greatest in the world. Zach Moss ran a four, six, five. So there was some guys out there that, mm, eh, well, it probably won't hurt their draft stock too much, but it yeah. was noticed. It's not all about speed. I mean, that helps. There's no doubt about that. But That yeah. is true. Uh, not a whole lot, really, for running backs that were just, like, outstanding other than Jonathan Taylor running a sub-4440 officially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's probably not going to change a whole lot around for running backs when we get to our rookie drafts. But this week, we are on wide receivers. Yes. And it is a deep class for wide receivers and we can't talk about all the wide receivers because there's just <laughs> there's too many so yeah, we have selected yeah. about 10 that we're going to talk about right now and once they start you know settling in and we find out you know uh, some, where teams are thinking they're going with some of their picks then we can maybe fill in the gaps when it gets closer to rookie draft time but right now we got to start off with Probably the consensus number one, I'm guessing consensus number one, Jerry Judy out of Alabama. He seems to be the guy that everybody is going gaga over, and obviously he's not the only one from Alabama we'll talk about, but what do you got on (laughs) Jerry Judy? Well, before I get started on him, um, I want to say something different than what I've said in the past. Uh, I've always put every every uh, stat, not maybe not stat, but every ability that a guy might have. I pop, put them all together, and I ranked it on that. I have one ability that I have decided uh, from the wide receivers that to me means just a little bit more. And I think, and I, I'll explain. Now, the last year of the rookies, we still have time to figure out what's going to happen with them. But in the recent history, we've had people like Corey Davis, Mike Williams, John Wash, Ross, <laughs> uh, Corey Coleman, Will Fuller, uh, Josh Doxson, and Treadwell, obviously. Um, what do they all have in common except for maybe Josh Doxson? They all have in common a couple things. One, pretty much flops at this point. Very true. Two, 
two, they were not very good in route running ability. Mm, that's not good. And that's not good. And I think that has a lot to do with when you are talking about guys that are at the top level, they got great hands, they got great speed, great agility, all these things matter. But if you don't have good route running, I'm seeing a trend here. Doxon did have good route running, but he just couldn't separate. So you can run great routes all you want, but if you can't separate from the cornerback, it doesn't really matter. So these are the things that I kind of, I want to focus on route running in particular with a lot of these rookie guys. Now, when it comes to Jerry Judy, last year he had uh, 77 77 receptions for 1,163 yards and 10 touchdowns. In 2018, he had 68 receptions with 1,315 yards and 14 touchdowns. This guy is a threat. I mean, he is a big play threat down the field. And he can turn short plays into long plays with his speed. He's extremely fast as well. And he has tremendous, now hear me, he has tremendous route running ability. This is what puts him in a completely different category than all the other guys in years before that I just previously said. And he is flat out in a wait to see what he does and whatever team drafts him because I think he is going to be a very fantasy relevant. Um, it really, I mean, I don't think it really matters much on what team he goes to because it almost immediately he's going to make an impact. Yeah. He, he's a guy that is, he's going to be fantasy relevant very early on. Uh, maybe it won't be wide receiver one or even wide receiver two. Doesn't have to be. Yeah. But he could be. be a flex option almost immediately coming into the NFL. Uh, yep. there was a little bit of a dip in production, but that could be partly because of the way Tua played, but he still yeah. finished yeah. the season with 1100 yards and 10 touchdowns. That's pretty good. I'm not knocking him for a dip in production. Uh, the level of route running that you've been talking about, similar to Amari Cooper's and Amari Cooper yeah. is a great route runner for whatever reason. He's not consistent enough. But I think Jerry <laughs> Judy is going to be a lot more consistent when it comes to his route running and his ability to perform in the NFL. So with that being said, I mean, he's going to be probably at worst a top four pick in most rookie drafts this year. I mean, is that safe to say? Yeah, I would say that's pretty safe to say. I think it'd be pretty hard to see him fall uh, any further than that. I could see that happening, but... it'd be kind of difficult to see that. Um, The one thing I will say about, uh, wow, I can't remember the guy you just said that you compared him to. (laughs) Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper, yeah, that guy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He has great route running ability, but he also isn't completely off the map. Like Corey Davis, Mike Williams, John Ross, Corey Coleman. These guys are just not there anymore. Will Fuller is at times, but he's he's extremely inconsistent. Like beyond inconsistent. So it's like, okay, you have to remember the route running really adds that element to a receiver that can actually get you to that consistency level of play where maybe he hasn't gotten to that yet. But I think Jerry is already going to be there at the time that he gets into the NFL. Yep, you got it. Well, before we get to the other Alabama wide receiver, let's jump over to Oklahoma and C.D. Lamb. 
Yeah. He's another guy on a lot of people's radars right now. He seems to be about the consensus number two guy. Um, these two guys are pretty much in a tier above everybody else. Um, he, he's not a whole lot different than Judy, actually. Uh, he's a yeah. big physical wide receiver with great body, great hands. Um, he doesn't quite have the speed that Judy does, but he is a very good route runner. So here we go. We're talking about route runners, and that's why yep. he's up at number two. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, quote this from uh, Colts.com. Yes, Indianapolis Colts are saying this on their website. They did say, uh, disclaimer, we do not say that we have any interest in him, blah, 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 <laughs> any of that stuff. All right. But, of course, they have to say that. But this is what quote from them. Uh, the speed is visibly very smooth for Lamb on the field before the catch as a route, run, route runner. He Who also displays great quickness in the cuts he makes. His sharpness as a route runner has earned him the right to be earned him the right to a variety of routes from any of the receiver spots in the formation. This guy can be anywhere and he has a tremendous amount of route running ability. Uh, To me, it's almost a little better than Jerry Judy as far as route running. Um, uh, He had six games last year where he um, had 330, sorry. Wow. I'm really giving him credit. (laughs) 135 plus yards receiving. And he had 21.4 yards per reception, which ranked him third nationally and first in the Big 12. Um, He's really not that much bigger of a guy than me. He's kind of small. And for NFL standards, that's actually pretty small. Um, But he, he makes up for that with his hard work ethic. I mean, his hard work, it's, it's unbelievable how hard this guy works. And I think he's got an extremely, extremely good chance to be not only one of the best wide receivers in the league in the, in the future, but uh, he could be the best come the future. I, I, I really don't know. I almost like him a little bit more than Jerry Judy. Just, just the things that scouts are saying about this guy. It just makes me feel like, okay, this guy has got it all. And when, I, when I'm seeing this route running comparison and the Colts are talking about how good of a route runner he is, that really stands out to me. So if I'm making a ranking right now, it would be really hard to put him at second. But it's really hard to take Jerry out of it too. So that these two guys are, to me, the top two. There's no doubt about it. And it's really hard to say anything else different as far as wide receivers go. Yep, uh, it it is kind of a one A and one B situation. I think Judy gets the nod because of it being Alabama and the history that they've had over of the course, past you yeah. know how many years. Uh, C D Lamb, he's just a little bit bigger than Judy, not a lot. I mean, um, the article that I've got popped up here it says C D Lamb was six two, one hundred ninety pounds, but keep an eye on his weight at the combine. He came in and weighed one hundred ninety eight, so he did put on a little bit more. Uh, bulk. I don't know if it's muscle or anything like that yet, but he is close to that 200 mark, which does help wide receivers stay a little more. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not banged up, I guess. They have a little yeah, bit more in padding. The NFL, <laughs> in the NFL, he's going to put weight on. Of I mean, course. that's one of the big things you do once you get to the NFL. Definitely. So I don't think I have any real uh, concerns about that at all, really. So 
I, I'm just stating that he's small. Like I, I see a Robbie Anderson. He's really tiny. Yes. Uh, I don't think anybody's really smaller than him as far as wide receivers, but he doesn't really get hurt either. That's true. So I don't think it really makes much of a difference whether or not you're small or big or whatever. Yep. All right. Well, those are the two guys in a tier kind of all to themselves. Now we can yeah, kind of. talk about some of the other guys who may just kind of float around and we we don't know where they're going to land. We know Judy and Lamb are going to be high picks in the NFL draft and they're going to be high picks yep. in fantasy rookie drafts. So we can move back to Alabama and a guy that he's a burner, but he's not just a yep. burner. And he's a guy that I kind of hope the Eagles go after. I don't know if he'll last to their pick. I don't know if we'll have to trade up to get him. But I do love some Henry Ruggs the third. Mm-hmm. He's, in my opinion, he's got to be the fastest guy in the draft. But he's not just a speed he guy, like he said. He's got some physicality. He can beat the DBs. And although route running isn't his specialty, he does get open with his speed. So he's, in my opinion, he's kind of like a Tyreek Hill. I'm not sure that Tyreek Hill is the greatest route runner in the world, but because of his speed, he can get into an open space practically immediately. Well, yeah, I mean, like you said, he's extremely fast. He has he's had limited touches uh, in Alabama, and that's just because he's in in Alabama. I mean, he, there's so many other weapons around him that it's really hard to get all these, you know, touches to one guy that, you know, it's Alabama. They're a good every year. Even with the limited touches, though, the guy gets plenty of touchdowns right. because he's extremely fast with him to separate um, from just about anybody. And you see he's not a specialty route runner, but he's above average at route running. So this is still somebody you got to look at when it comes to that aspect. Um, he's extremely smooth in and out of his cuts. I really like that. I mean, when you're looking at route running, these are the types of things you look at. But Ruggs will need to work on his ability to get off of the press coverage. And I think that can be worrisome a little bit, but I think he's good enough there. And hopefully at the next level, he will be able to correct that and become that guy that we know he can be. And, I mean, with as fast as he is, he doesn't have to be a super awesome route runner to begin with because it's going to be a lot of bigger type routes that – I mean, if he's getting past the guys, it doesn't matter. He's going to get there and he's going to get open. And I can I can see why you want him because you need somebody to replace Jackson. So Yeah, we need a deep threat, a pure mm-hmm. deep threat. If that's all you are, that's all people were thinking DK Metcalf was, was just a big guy who go up and get it, you throw the ball deep. And if it works, it works. It's not like he had a ton of different route trees last year. He can work on that. Because he can do it with what he's got already. Right. Maybe right. it won't be a number one wide receiver, uh, and it won't be the best fantasy wide receiver, but it's going to help a team out to take the top off and then open up everything else for other players. So that's why I want him. You might not be taking him as the number three wide receiver in a rookie draft because of yeah. it, but we'll see how he gets hyped up in the rest of the offseason. Now, the next guy on our list, he actually is going to have some surgery. That's never mm. a good thing, mm. but it's not a huge surgery. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, I think I'm saying that right. I don't know that I've heard <laughs> it said out loud many times. Um, but he is a top prospect, but he's going to have surgery to repair a core muscle injury, according to Adam Schefter, yeah. which will sideline him for four to six weeks. So, again, not a huge thing. 
He didn't participate in anything but the 40-yard dash, and it mm-hmm. was a little slower. But again, mm-hmm. even with a core muscle injury, it's going to affect your running ability a little bit. So I'm not worried about his so-so 4-5-9 uh, 40-yard yeah, dash. Yeah. But this guy, he he can he can get it done. Um, out of Colorado, uh, there's not – there's uh, – I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm trying to say too many things all at once. <laughs> he's very physical. He's tough to take down. So I guess he's kind of like an Alshon Jeffrey type guy where once you throw the ball at him, he's got it. He's got a chance to get extra yards, but not because of his speed. He's got good vision, right. good physicality. Again, yards after the catch. He can break some tackles. He's not afraid to take on contact. So he's a guy that kind of separates himself as a different kind of receiver so far. Yeah, I think you said pretty much everything I was going to say. I mean, he's got the ability to play on the outside and in the slot as well, which gives him some versatility. Um, He's got great hands. He's got great strength. He's got great explosiveness. He doesn't have great speed, but he still has great athleticism to a certain degree. Uh, And some people – could say that he could even be a running back at times. I could see that happening in the NFL. Well, he's maybe in the Wildcat, and, you know, or something like that, and taking some handoffs and whatnot. But here we go. He is not good at route running. Mm. He's a really bad route runner, which makes me want to shy away from him almost completely. But he still does have the ability to be versatile and so that makes him a little more (laughs) uh, worthy of me wanting him because if he can be both on the outside and in the slot that gives him a little bit more of a a play to me Um, he does have the ability to be a great wide receiver uh, running back for that matter depending on what may happen with him because we've seen that happen in the past right with other players Um, but it is the route running that does concern me and it's going to knock him down my boards just a smidge yeah, just a smidge. I mean, it'll all depend on landing spot, I think, for him. Of course, um, yeah. There's plenty of guys that have come out in year one and not had much of an opportunity or he had to sit behind somebody or had to learn. And then there are guys like Laquan Treadwell. You've talked about him and your route running ability, and he just right. couldn't get it done. So we'll see if he goes to a team that has like a Larry Fitzgerald where he can learn from that might be a perfect spot. Uh, we would have thought um, a couple years back, like, hey, why wouldn't somebody like the Pittsburgh Steelers draft a guy like this so we can sit behind Antonio Brown and learn from him? Well, <laughs> yeah. we're not going to ask for that anymore. So <laughs> we'll see where he ends up and see if his versatility gets him into the games. Well, let's move along to a national championship loser. No, sorry. Oh, it's, oh man. That's not good. No, uh, <laughs> T. Higgins, he, he's he got some talent, uh, but he did not participate at the Combine, and he cited mm. his short prep time after the national championship game, which seems a little silly. Yep. Well, how much time do you need to prep for a scouting Combine after a full season and six weeks away? From a national it's interesting. It's interesting that you would make that decision. I'm I'm sorry, but if you want to be noticed, you're gonna have to do the combine. At least attempt it. Maybe I mean, he'll do a got, pro day and he'll be ready yeah. for that. I don't know. It just seems a little odd. Yeah. Either way, 
Last year he had 59 receptions with 1,167 yards, which is good. And he had 13 touchdowns, which is good. And he had 19.8 yards per catch, which I really like. Um, and he's a big guy, and he can just go up there and get the ball over almost every corner in the – well, maybe not in the NFL, but in college, <laughs> yeah, he could do that. And and that's something that's to be said for as well. Uh, he can beat them down the field because he's got decent speed and he can make big plays. However, um, he's not a great route runner. Again, this is, this is, yeah, this is something that's going to – I'm going to bring this up on every person. But And he just – another thing he doesn't do good is he doesn't really – uh, run well after he catches the ball. Oh. So he's getting hit and he's going down. <laughs> it's just, I, I like him, but I don't. And now that he's not going to participate in the combine, I don't see how that helps him at all. I don't understand that, that strategy in my mind. Yeah. I mean, unless he is trying to prevent any more faults from being seen, maybe, <laughs> I mean, he, he's got, you know, again, you, he had almost 20 yards of catch. So he's got the talent to get right. open and get those uh, passes thrown to him. And it's funny. I'm looking at his stats and there's some player news at the bottom and I'm not on an Eagles site. Everybody knows I'm an Eagles fan. I'm not on a Philadelphia Eagles website, but one of the links <laughs> from February 28th says Philadelphia Eagles avoid T Higgins in the first round at all costs. Like, yep. Oh, Okay, well, that's not a ringing yep. endorsement. So, no, we will see about T. Higgins. I, I mean, he he was on a great team. Clemson has been good the last how many years? Right. Eleven hundred sixty-seven yards, thirteen touchdowns. That seems like it should be enough, but it seems like he's being oh, he's being kind of broken down a little further it's, than a lot of the receivers. Yeah, and it's. Uh, and I think that might be part of the reason he didn't show up and he just knows that he's just not there. And maybe he wants to maybe try and stir up some things before he can be noticed by anybody. But right now we already see it, man. You're good in many multiple ways, but there's other ways that you're not that great. And it's okay. You just own up to it. <laughs> That's part of the NFL. But we'll see what happens with him and see where he goes. I can't imagine he goes in the first round in the NFL draft, but we'll Probably see. Probably not. Uh, I- Seeing some visions here for T. Higgins, he he feels to me like he might be one of those frustrating wide receivers to own because, like you said, not a great route runner, and he's had mm-hmm. some drops on some just routine short passes. And that yeah. is something, you know, you're trying to keep a drive alive, third and eight, and he's going across the middle, and it hits him in his hands, and he drops it, and you're just like... What am I that would have kept the drive alive? I'd have had another mm-hmm. 1.8 fantasy points. Would have been <laughs> kept going. I mean, it's just uh, he's going to be frustrating to own, in my opinion. Yeah, and to a certain degree, you can teach route running. Not, I mean, that's one of the things that's almost harder to teach. But you can't teach somebody to catch the ball. Right. You either catch it or you don't. I mean, if you can't do that, you can't do that. All right, let's move along. We've got TCU's Jalen Rager. Rager, mm. Rager. I'm not sure how that Something. one's pronounced either. It's close <laughs> enough. Um, he had a decent combine, a 4-4-7-40. That's pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, he did 17 bench reps. That's pretty good. His vertical was amazing, 42 inches. Yeah. So he is definitely uh, putting it out there. His stats at the combine definitely helped him. Um, get some notice. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, 
He's very, I like reading this one, super crafty and twitchy to create space for himself in tight quarters. I like that's, that. That's just it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like you said, he's got great speed. He's got great acceleration and he can make a double move. Like nobody there you go. can. Like the guy is really, really elusive when it comes to that. He's explosive. He's got really good balance. Um, and when he's going against man coverage, he is one of the best route runners because he's got that tremendous foot quickness. This guy to me is one of the better guys. I wouldn't mind seeing him um, drop later because I, I really think this guy is something special. And I mean, I'm going to get somebody like this in fantasy drafts. I think I got something special. Now, if he's challenged at the line of scrimmage in press coverage, it's where he's going to have some struggles because that's you kind of see that in college that he has had that. Um, but I think if he gets that dialed in, he can be a great player in the NFL, and I really do like this guy. He can also return kicks pretty well, too. Yes. And in the flag league, like we always yeah. talk about, that does matter. So any league that like that where you're getting points for returns, consider this guy as well because they're probably going to put him there as well because he's a rookie, he's fast, he's good at it. Um, so just kind of look at that. It's not a deal breaker or a deal sure. uh, thing. you got to have him, but it's something that adds to it, and I actually do like this guy quite a bit. Uh, yeah, he, he's very physical. He high points the ball very well. He said he had a great yeah. vertical. That's an amazing ability to have in the NFL. If you can high point that ball, that means you're getting to the point quicker than anybody else in your area. So even if you're double covered, you can get that ball before anybody else gets to it. So mm-hmm. good thing uh, to have this particular article says he's crazy speed and big highlights make him look much better than he might be despite the awful quarterback play from TCU. So <laughs> that's, that's an interesting uh, point that they've made about Jalen Rager there. Uh, and the bad <laughs> thing that I see in this other one that I'm reading for, they have an NFL comparison and it's not horrible, but it's not good either. If you get the good season of this player, you're great. But if you get the other seasons of them, maybe not so much. That mm. comparison is Nelson Aguilar. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. I don't like that comparison at all. Nope. But if that's the case, then I don't really want to be. I yes. don't want to go for him because Aguilar is just not somebody. I'm not. I need more consistency than that. Right. I need a lot more consistency <laughs> than that. Uh, the last point here was is uh, Rager's. Far from a do-it-all weapon, but the areas he does find success are extremely valuable. So I think that's a a pretty good assessment on Jalen Rager. All right, we are here. Man crush. Now, we usually have different man crushes, and we Mm -hmm. might have different reasons why this guy is our man crush right now. Maybe. He is probably not <laughs> a national champion. So that mm-hmm. is something more than T. Higgins does at this particular point. <laughs> LSU wide receiver Justin Jefferson. This yeah. guy, he wasn't even a very high recruit from high school to college. This guy has worked his butt off. And that's more where my man crush comes in on this. He works and he works and he works. He is going to do anything that he can to make himself better. And that, I mean, you can't ask for much more than that. I mean, we can talk about his height, his weight, his speed. But if he works and he works and he works, he's going to be on that football field because 
the coaches are going to trust him, and then his quarterback is going to trust him. Right. You're 100% right on that. Uh, I love work ethic, especially in wide receivers. It seems like it means more to me yes, when I see it out of a sure. wide receiver because a lot of times you get a wide receiver and he's just like, oh, whatever, I can do this in my sleep. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> work for it. Uh, but the guy had 111 receptions, 1,540 yards, 18 touchdowns. I mean, yeah. this guy is he is a red zone weapon. And he high points the ball extremely well. He is a great route runner. He has extremely good hands. He's very fast. He jumps well. I mean, the guy, he's really good against all almost every college opponent he's been against. He's hes not ginormous as far <laughs> as height goes. No. And, and if he puts a little weight on, that wouldn't be too bad of a thing. But that usually happens, like I said, once you get into the NFL. But the guy could be extremely stellar in the NFL and I can't wait to see where he goes because honestly I want this guy in the Jets I 100% do I don't know what we're going to do in the draft as far as the Jets go I honestly if we know if how the I was Jets in charge of the Jets <laughs> and I don't want any more defensive tackles please well, please don't do that I'm not gonna hold my breath <laughs> <sighs> anyway no, Justin Jefferson amazing <laughs> yes he out. is and I've seen some articles that want him to go to the Saints to have this kind of a threat on the Saints alongside Michael Thomas. That yeah. would be one heck of a last couple of seasons for Drew Brees yeah. to have a, a mm-hmm. weapon like this. I mean, he's, what, 6'3", just a little over 200 pounds. So he's not tiny, but he's not huge, but he can jump. He had a 37-and-a-half-inch yeah. vertical. Uh, his 4'4", 4.44440. That's a lot of force to say in a <laughs> row. I got through it. Um, so he's, he's got so many talents. It, it's yes. I am watching Justin Jefferson, no matter where he goes. I don't think it matters where he lands. He's going to be maybe not year one, but I think year two and on, he is going to be a fantasy godsend. I'll just say it. Yeah. I think he's going to be awesome. Let's put it this way. Even if he wasn't a great route runner, he's still an amazing red zone weapon. So at that point, he's getting touchdowns or at least getting the attempts for the touchdowns. I right. mean, to me, the guy is one. He's going to climb up my boards regardless of where he goes. I, I hope he doesn't go somewhere terrible because that would suck. But I think he is he's he's a stellar type of receiver, and I like to see him uh in the NFL, go to somebody who needs him and somebody who has a halfway decent quarterback. <laughs> um, it just—it's something the Jets absolutely need, and we don't have one of these kind of kind of guys. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, the guy is amazing. I really want to see him on a team that has a halfway decent quarterback. That's really all I want. If they go, if he goes somewhere that has got garbage. <laughs> I, I'm going to be really upset because he won't get production in that. Oh, in that Yes, yes it is. All right, we got three more guys we're going to talk about really quick here, and then we will let you guys be. Uh, The next one, some more big schools. We got to talk about some of the wide receivers from the big schools as well. K.J. Hill out of Ohio State. Um, Mm -hmm. He's got good route running. His post-catch work is good, fluid, natural, easy accelerator, got some good burst. Um, He's got a good stop-start ability, which – 
that could be used very, very well in the NFL on some like wide receiver screens. So if it's not working where the screen is designed, he might be able to just stop, bam, go the other way and, you know, burst through a hole. Uh, he's Ohio State's all-time leading wide receiver. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, I think he's got the skills, but according to this his NFL comparison is Rashad Green, and um, <laughs> I like Rashad Green based because he was a Florida State Seminole, but that's not a great comparison from what I'm no. seeing from him. You know, um, he's got above-average hands. His route running is good enough. Let's just put it that way. Right. I don't think it's perfect, but it's not terrible. Um, so I don't really have too much of a concern there. Um, he's got above-average ability. He, he's... He's got really good speed. Um, one thing I do want to say about this guy, and to me it says something about him, is that he has played under how many different quarterbacks? Right. I mean, he's he's gone from Cardell Jones to JT Barrett, Dwayne Haskins, Justin Fields. Uh, all four of these guys have different ways they play, and he has to adjust his, his game to them. And I think because that he's done that, I think that could make him successful just with that trait alone in the NFL. So, and, and he is somebody who I think is could be a Julian Edelman type of guy, not any, not not the other guy you mentioned. Now we're not going to no, talk no. about him, <laughs> but I think it's more of that type of receiver because he can. Um, uh, what's the? He's an underneath type of guy. Yes, where he can take them things and he can you know, be successful in that aspect. Even if his route running really isn't superb, them type of routes are a little bit different. You can handle that a little better, even if it's not a superb route. So I really think this guy has the ability to do something in the NFL, and I'd like to see where he goes as well. He, he projects as a slot wide receiver. So your yes. Julian Edelman comparison is spot on. But yep. then you also mentioned all the quarterbacks he's played with. There's Crazy. One guy in the NFL that we have seen go through terrible quarterbacks and still have <laughs> success every step of the way. So if this guy can be a mixture of Julian Edelman and DeAndre Hopkins, that would put wow. him wow. as an all-pro. I'm not saying he's DeAndre Hopkins' wow. level, but he has played <laughs> through quarterbacks and still had success. I mean, we don't have Brock Osweiler in the NFL anymore, so I'm not sure how well anybody right. else could play with him. But that's just it just came to mind. Something to think about. If this guy can <laughs> go from quarterback to quarterback to quarterback, maybe he ends up on a team that just can't put it together and is drafting a quarterback or signing a free agent quarterback and they just keep continuing to be bust. Maybe this guy will at least be the consistent piece on that team and you can be satisfied right. being able to draft him and know you're going to get something out of him. I mean, it's yeah. not going to be flashy, but in a PPR league, this guy, you know, could be a 70 to 80 catch guy in the NFL someday. Yeah, I absolutely agree. 100% on that. All right. Another, uh, big ish school. They used to be a lot bigger. USC is <laughs> not exactly the best school in the world anymore, but mm. Michael Pittman jr. Is on my radar. Uh, his dad played in the NFL. He's got a brother that's still in college. So he's got the athleticism. It runs in his family. He's mm -hmm. not super fast, but he's faster no. than a few of the guys on this list. Um, he jumps okay. He's kind of strong. It, it's weird because he doesn't seem to stand out in much of anything, but he did get better every single year in college. He, as a freshman, yep. he only had six catches. 
As a sophomore, he had 23 catches. As a junior, he had 41 catches. And then, bam, senior, 101 catches, 1,275 yards, and 11 touchdowns. So that right there tells me he's at least getting better. He's learning. He's adapting. But he doesn't really stand out. I don't no. know if that's accurate. That's <laughs> yeah, accurate, I'd say. Uh, he's athletic, like you said. He's, he can be physical as well, which allows him to be actually a pretty good uh, run blocker, which people are going to look at flat out in the NFL draft. Sure. You're going to be saying, uh, we need somebody who can also block pretty decent. And he's good at that. Um, he can catch the ball in traffic, which is a really good trait. And he can track the ball really well as well. Um, but he's really not a great route runner. And this is where it's going to be really course. difficult for me. Um, it's difficult for him to separate from receivers and he just doesn't have that elusiveness that everybody wants in a route runner. So he doesn't have great speed. He's got plenty of talent, but he still needs, he needs to work on some things. And I think if he can get that done, we can make maybe see some success out of him because flat out when you got good uh, run blocking ability and you can catch the ball in traffic. These are really good traits to have in the NFL. So I think that with that, and oh, he can track the ball really well too. And that's it's a good thing to have as well. If you need, if you look in the air and you got something, you can see where it's going. You can get there right there. That's a really good trait to have as well. But he does have some work to do in the route running aspect. So it almost puts him off my radar at at this point. At this we'll see point. what happens in the future because he's got to go to a team first. But I want to, I want to see that first, but right at this moment, I'm not really too high on him. Now you're going to love his NFL comparison because this comparison, he had a couple of really good years and then he was on everybody's radar and then Mm -hmm. he absolutely sucked. So, I'm not hoping this career on him, but for what you described, and then when I clicked on this, I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. The NFL <laughs> comparison, Dwayne Bow. Oh, Dwayne Bow. Yes. Man, I miss that guy, especially miss him in fantasy football because now you can't say somewhere over the Dwayne Bow yes, and all that no stuff. no more dumb fantasy team names because <laughs> of Dwayne Bow. But, yeah, that it. From what you described, that seems to be Dwayne Bow yeah. to a T. He could do it, and he's had really good games, and he's he has done it in the NFL. Uh, but, again, like you said, his bad traits are acceleration, elusiveness. But yep. he's got great hands, and he can be physical. So yeah. maybe he'll be one of those guys that you can draft in standard leagues and hope for the touchdowns. Maybe not a lot of catches and not a lot of yards, but them touchdowns might put it you know over the top for you. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. He He's going to have to go to a team that is willing to work with his uh, traits and not try and make him be something he's not. So the last guy we've got here is uh, the best name on the list, at least. Uh, I'm not sure (laughs) if we can translate his name into any cool fantasy team names. but uh, And he's out of Liberty, which is not exactly a big school. Uh, Antonio Mm Gandy-Golden. There's got to be a team name in there somewhere. I know somebody (laughs) will come up with something. Um, But he's an interesting one. Um, He's willing to play through contact, uh, boxing out. I mean, he's they kind of describe him almost like what a tight end would be. And he is a little bigger. He's 222 um, for yeah. weight, 6'4". So 
he'd be a small tight end, but a big-ish wide receiver. Um, he's not super fast, but he did do 22 reps of the bench press. Yeah. So he is strong. Um, he was decent in the uh, cone drill, uh, four five five. I mean, that's pretty good for a big guy. But I know you're going to say it. He's a below average route runner. <laughs> oh, of course I'm going to say that, but I guess you took my thunder. I can't wait to talk about it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, he could stress the field to a certain degree, and he has really good hands. Uh, he's actually really good in the red zone, and I like this one. He He's actually really good at converting on third downs. Yeah, that's a big I one. Really, really, I really, really like that. I really do. That means he's a go-to guy. When you're stuck in a position and you got to get this first down, boom, Wayne Corbett every time. Now, I don't, I'm not sitting here and compare him to Wayne Corbett because nobody's better than Wayne Corbett. Anyway, mm. um, <laughs> but no, seriously, on the shorter routes, he doesn't always get tackled right away. Wayne Corbett. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, he's, he's got great tackling ability, or not tackling, great tackle breaking ability. There you go. He, maybe he can tackle good. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> hopefully he, we don't have to find out. Um, but he's not super fast, obviously, like you said. And from fansided.com, they say, quote, he is developed into more of a nuanced route runner. Oh, with nuanced. I love that word. That is like yes. the vaguest good word you can use about something. It's nuanced. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> anyway, he's developed it into that kind of route runner with – his time with coach Hugh freeze, but he still has a lot to learn to smooth enough route runner to mitigate his athleticism concern because he's not the greatest athlete. Um, they didn't put that part into there, but uh, that's in quote when, when impress coverage though, he can sometimes get veered off of his lines and it limits his ability to separate. And I, yeah. it's, it's these kinds of things that really, uh, bother me when I'm looking at somebody who has just not good enough route running at all. And it's noticed by not just me, but a lot of people. So that really does concern to me. And if he's going up against more better corners in the league, I don't know if he's got much of a chance. Yeah. Um, I love some of the quick snippets that I'm reading here. Um, they're talking about his hands. Well, hot diggity, he can snag it. <laughs> and then there's a functional athleticism category, not an inspiring NFL athlete. I mean, <laughs> my goodness, it's it's interesting. But catch radius, <laughs> out of this world. Track adjust, haven't seen it fail him yet. So he can catch the ball, Yeah, but he's probably not going to get a lot of yards. Though so yeah. maybe a PPR guy, um, I didn't see a... Uh, pro comparison to him yet, and I'm not really thinking of one that comes to mind. Wayne so, Corbett? Well, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> kind of. I think this guy is a little bigger than Corbett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so it pretty hard to be shorter yeah. than Corbett, anyway. So, yeah, it didn't really come to mind when you were saying it. I was like, it's still, it's not, it's not coming clearly to me how he would look like Wayne Corbett doing these things. So I'm, I'm, it's going to take a while to uh, figure that one out for me at least. But, uh, 
he he's got some good skills, but <laughs> we will if if he can go to a team that needs that third down guy, a guy right, who can yeah. catch the ball contestedly in traffic, high point it. I guess maybe he would be in between Wayne Krebet and Alshon Jeffrey. He can't burn anybody, but he can box a guy out and make a catch for a first down. I mean, I'm this is a little bit of a tangent, but um, Eagles fans are not very happy with Alshon Jeffrey right now because it looks Mm. like he was possibly the guy that was talking trash about Carson Wentz the last couple of years, even though he was the one that said he came to the Eagles because of Carson Wentz. But he made a lot of first downs for us. So, and they were contested catches. They were on the sidelines. They were right before the end of the half just to get us a couple extra points in field goals. So if Antonio Gandy-Golden can do anything (laughs) like that for a team. He's going to have a place in the NFL for a long time. Maybe he's not going to be more than a 40 or 50 catch guy, but he will have a place somewhere if he can make those types of catches. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Hopefully he can improve on his route running. It doesn't always happen in the NFL, so I don't have my hopes high on that. But we'll, we'll see where he goes, and we'll see what kind of player he can develop into. All right, well, that's going to do it for us on wide receivers. Yes, there is a ton more. We could have talked for a couple of hours on just wide receivers because it is a very deep draft. There's probably going to be quite a few in the first couple of rounds, and it'll be very, very fun to see where they all land. Mm -hmm. So, again, that's it for wide receivers. Next week we'll finish up with quarterbacks and tight ends since I don't think there's a ton of those out there this year that really need to be uh, discussed. Uh, We might have to dig a little deeper and find some more. um, Maybe it'll be time for ESPs, some, like, really deep predictions for these um, (laughs) I probably shouldn't do that. I did it with tight ends last year, and it kind of bit me in the butt. Maybe I should get off of that schneid, and um, we'll we'll come back to reality, and we'll talk about tight ends in a couple of years. Um, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. If you are into audio dramas, please go check out theveiledmonarch.com, theveiledwest.com, and in about a month, we be pirates. Uh, I'll be in all three of those. Uh, There's some exciting stuff happening with those. I can't share quite yet, but if you're into it, you're going to love what's coming. So I appreciate you. Uh, Thanks for watching on Twitch. Thanks for listening. Go give us those ratings and all that good stuff. It (laughs) helps. We like it. We appreciate it. But for now, after the combine is officially over, now we have to wait a while. Don't forget to stay fueled up before the NFL draft.